This Week in Steady Trade with Tim Bowen. Why don't you just shut the hell up? Welcome back to This Week in Steady Trade. Today's episode is named as a tribute to the Bard, and it is Mexico Ado About Nothing. As a play on Much Ado About Nothing. That was a really good dad joke. (laughs) (laughs) Touche, you you win this one, my friend. So why do I decide to, I guess, downplay the Mexico tariff issues? There's a lot of reasons. Um, First of all, I feel like I kind of have to lay a little bit of groundwork. Um, I don't talk politics. You know, we're, we're here to recognize trading opportunities. We're here to grow, evolve, get better at trading, grow our accounts, get smarter, as Jocko Willink would say, smarter, faster, stronger every day. So this is not a political statement. This is not a moral statement. So I am not going to make any, uh, you know, judgments on where or what immigration policy should be. I mean, that, that's ultimately a personal decision to you, to me, to the voters of both countries. So I'm not taking a stand there. I'm simply talking about from a trading perspective and from a finance economic perspective. So I felt like I had to get that out of the way. So. Why do I feel like these Mexico tariff issues are a non-starter? Number one, the biggest reason is I don't even think they're going to happen. So the biggest deadline is June 10th. I'm recording this on June 5th. We will see. I may be right. I may be wrong. Remember, as a trader, a short-term trader, you have to be okay with being wrong. I'm not, I'm not afraid to offer an opinion and ultimately end up being wrong. But I think that this uh, will go away. I don't. I, I think that this is strictly quote-unquote saber-rattling by the president. And um, I also think that, you know, it is a pure political move, and that's how it differs from China, okay? China has a lot going on, a lot of people, you know, immense economy, you know, all the means of production. They are, I guess I would say, better positioned to go into a, a trade war with the U.S. And again, I'm not putting down any other country, Mexico, beautiful country, beautiful people. I don't think, in my opinion, that, that Mexico is nearly as strongly positioned against the U.S. as China is. China, it can hold out and, you know, and go to the mattresses, as they say, in a trade war. Mexico is very dependent on the U.S. I mean, there is a, that is a very interspersed economy. And I think when it comes to Again, not picking sides, but I think when it comes to, you know, bringing a knife to a gunfight, I think that's kind of what Mexico is doing in a trade war. I mean, thanks to NAFTA, there's been a ton of manufacturing move to Mexico. Do they want that to go back to the U.S. or go somewhere else? I mean, are they going to say, no, we'll go to a trade war? All of these appliance and automobiles, I mean, remember, there's a lot of cars built in Mexico. You know, if, if all of a sudden... These cars go up by a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars. If a, if an appliance built in Mexico goes up by two hundred dollars, and Americans quit buying those because of the price, what are the manufacturers going to do? They're going to pull up. They're going to go somewhere else, whether that be back to the U.S., whether that be Canada, whether that be China. I mean, it could it could end up being China or some other foreign country. So. I think that Mexico is, is, is happy and, and, and I'm happy for them as well that a lot of these manufacturing jobs have gone to Mexico and I don't think they're going to risk that 
over something like immigration. Now, I don't, I'm not fully versed in the president or the Congress of Mexico, but I'm putting my, you know, if I was to, you know, insert myself into his role, would I change my, tighten my immigration policy or would I go into a protracted trade war with the United States of America, potentially lose these jobs that, that, you know, we got, you know, in the nineties or, you know, whenever NAFTA went in place, are we going to turn that spigot off and now have unemployment, you know, you know, and, and, and have this lack of opportunity. And then those blue collar jobs, they go to the poll next time. And are you getting reelected? You know, I just don't think you are. I think that it would be crazy to not at least tighten up your immigration policy, change your policy to protect what you've built over the last 20 years with these manufacturing jobs. And so in, in the end, I think that this is a, is a, a non-starter really. You know, I kind of, I came, gave my, defended my case, but I'm closing the loop where I started. I think it's a non-starter. I think Mexico will concede nothing against them. I think they're crazy not to. Okay. Because if a Chrysler or a Chevy or a Ford or a Whirlpool washing machine goes up in price, those manufacturers are gone. Those jobs are gone and they ain't coming back. Okay. Not when you're in office, the president, Congress, et cetera. They might come back in 30 years, but you're long gone at that point. So from a trading perspective, I would not be concerned about it. Now, the only trade opportunity I really do see in this is if I'm wrong. And hey, I got no problem being wrong. So if I'm wrong, these tariffs go in place. The trade, the opportunity here is shorting the big automakers. I mean, Chrysler has a ton of exposure in Mexico. Ford, GM, um, appliance manufacturer. You know, I, I mentioned like Whirlpool. I, I just know Whirlpool because they used to do a lot in Michigan and most of it went to Mexico. You know, I'm from Michigan. So, um, so the basically to tie this up, number one, I don't think it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, there is no trade. I don't, I, I just don't really see where there's an opportunity if this announcement, you know, peters out and goes away. Trade opportunity and not that, you know, personally, I hope this just goes to bed. I don't like uncertainty in markets, but if it does happen and you're looking to make a trade, autos, manufacturing, appliance on the short side, because I think short term now, I'm not saying GM, Ford, Chrysler are going out of business, but short term, they're going to feel some pain. Auto sales are already dropping. I mean, like every month, auto sales are lower. What happens, you know, if you've got a perfectly good used car, you know, you've got a 2015 Chevy truck and you're looking at a 2019 and all of a sudden that sticker price goes up 1500 two grand and, you know, your 2015 is not in bad shape. What are you going to do? You're gonna, you, are you going to buy that car short term? Probably not. So thanks again, everyone. And as always, drop us a line. Do you like these types of little mini episodes? You know, we kind of cater them to the theme of the week. And also give me topics. Um, I like to think, I like to think I'm, I'm, I, I enjoy reading. I like to think I'm well read in, in finance and, and the economy, not professionally trained. 
you know, uh, college dropout, but I love reading. Um, you know, I've always got my Barons and my Wall Street Journal and my Economist and everything else. So drop those topics and I would love to discuss them. And as always, thanks again for listening to This Week in Steady Trade. Hi, this is Aaron, a.k.a. Double A Ron from New York City. And I like to go outside and find a stray dog. Preferably an aggressive breed like a pit bull or a Rottweiler. Then I get real close, stare it down eye to eye until it starts to chase me. Then I run. That's right, I run while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade Podcast. You can register to win real actual prizes at their website, steadytrade.com. And if you really like what you hear, Give the podcast a five-star rating and write a glowing review on iTunes. I did, and this is how we say goodbye in New York City.